Hello, everyone. My name's Caleb Davis. I'm Stalin Blackman. I'm Jeffrey Lloyd. Uh, where are we in the script? Oh, uh, and I'm, I'm Ben Witt. And this is the rabbit trail. You can leave. Okay. <laughs> you don't live here. It's true, I don't. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, Noah is not with us again today. He's got lots of editing to do. However, our good friend Ben is back with us today. Ooh. Hello. Good Thank might you be for... a stretch now. So. <laughs> oh, oof. ooh, drama. Ben, thank you for you, coming back. Okay. You're welcome. I really enjoy having you Caleb on the podcast. And Jeff, I don't know about Stallion. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a little, little, little bit of tension. Yeah. Between you two right now. It's because Stallion wants a beard like that. Yeah, that's true. So oh. Ben's beard is looking very nicely groomed. I don't know today. how I'd look with Ben's beard on my face. That'd be weird. It would be different. You wouldn't quite be Stallion, especially since you're yeah. blonde. Ben yeah. yeah, yeah, like dark brown. I, yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> the original Ben was blonde. It like might up be, until I was nine. It might be oh, kind wow. of like mine yeah. though, because uh, my true. I think my hair as it or my beard hair as it grew out more kind of turned into kind of an auburn hmm. kind of a thing because it's not like a true blonde. So what I I'd look better with your beard then. Probably. Oh, what I'm saying is, if you had a beard the same size as Ben's, it would probably be the color of mine. Yeah, but too. I was. Like literally, if I had Ben's beard, like if oh. we shaved it and put it and on my face, just put it on straight yeah. on your face. Can we do that? Oh, that'd be I've, I've weird. got a razor a beard here. Plant <laughs> a beard, beard plant. plant. That's, That's sad. great, Stallion. I actually like your beard right now. It looks it? nice. Yeah, I, I think it's anything. nice. This is me not trying. <laughs> well, you we'll not keep, trying is a beautiful thing. Keep not yeah. trying, Stallion. It's not what my mom thinks. But anyways, <laughs> oh oh no! Doesn't your mom listen to this? She does. Yeah. Hey, Stallion's mom. How are you doing? That was it. That was she she likes to text me random things sometimes. Oh yeah. So like, a, like while she's listening. To yeah, it. she'll be like, I don't, I don't have a specific example, but there was one time where she was listening and she just like texted me a random moment. She's like, oh soap, ha ha ha, and just te- <laughs> randomly texted me that one time, and I was like, what? oh the podcast. <laughs> oh okay, gotcha. That's <laughs> <Soap>. great. <laughs> But um, Ben, yes. you recently went on some fun trips. I Am did. I correct? Yes, you are correct. Would I, you mind telling us a little bit about your travels? For sure. Yeah. Uh, my wife and I of one year Woo! and a few weeks. Woo! Congratulations. Oh yeah. March 26, right? No. <laughs> you remember that? Yes. <laughs> the joke. <laughs> quick, quick side story. So I had eight groomsmen yeah oh and boy there was a day no. uh, <laughs> february uh february uh, 29th or something uh, oh, a, a, like a like a month before so, so, well someday okay. in february <laughs> sorry <laughs> and they were all prepping to be in my wedding and i loved every single one of them and i still do and i said okay guys um we're we're, we're getting we're getting ready to, to to be in my wedding and uh, you guys all you guys all ready and get everything together and like yeah March 26th, we'll be there. And I said, <laughs> nope, April 22nd. <laughs> and they're like, and then every other person was like, oh, wait, I thought it was this date. Oh, no, I, I thought it was this date. And I was like, April 22nd. <laughs> wow. Be at the place. That's so. great. No, but yes, uh, wow. Rachel and I, for our one-year anniversary, got to go to Ireland for five days and then Iceland for four days. Wow. Dude. Which was That's crazy. Unbelievable. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. They were both so different, um, yeah, but also equally just just amazing to so to visit. Very quickly, what was one of your favorite things about Ireland and one of your favorite things about Iceland? Um, favorite thing about Ireland was probably they have a shade of green 
there. It sounds funny, but it's true. It's just that doesn't exist, at least in Minnesota, especially at yeah. this time of year. <laughs> and it was just so cool to see that everywhere. And um, I also want an extra thing. We got to s- listen to a lot of live music hmm. um, nice. while we were in Ireland. And, and that, that was probably my favorite thing. Um, just all like at different pubs that we walked into a, a concert in, in, in St. Patrick's Cathedral that was just free. And they're like, sit down. Dude. And we're like, okay. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're like, are you here to worship? And we're like, yes, we're, we're here to worship. They're like, okay, <laughs> it's a two and a half hour concert. And we're like, awesome. So we're really American. Fun. Yeah, we're <laughs> American. <laughs> Get out. No. <laughs> um, um, and Iceland, uh, I can't. Um, was it the ice? There is very little or ice <laughs> or the land. <laughs> um, we went to a, there, a national park there called, uh, my wife's going to kill me if I don't get this right, Thingvalir. Thingvalir National Park. Nice. And it's actually historically a place where all the Viking chieftains that settled Iceland Dude. would come to meet oh. and basically create laws and then sometimes on the same day break those laws because they didn't have like a... S- set but th- this is where the, all the chieftains would come to meet to try to form some semblance of a society and sometimes succeed mm-hmm. and sometimes not but every single spot yeah. we went to like there would be like a little pool or or a uh or a rock formation and every spot i would say this is a rock formation where they met and 33 people were beheaded oh my god <laughs> and this is where the chieftains would talk and and, and ride horses 75 people were led to their deaths. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and exiled into the snows. And I, like every single spot had that like little tagline. And I was like, this is a crazy country. It'd be, I, yeah. It'd be yeah. funny wow. if like there was one that was beside a tree and I was like, this is a yeah. tree. Nothing happened here, but it's an extra. Exactly. The one peaceful place. But being there, like, just knowing a little bit about Norse mythology a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. You can just, looking at the land of Iceland and how the rocks are formed, as if the light just hits them just right, you can see how trolls. And like their mythology, like mm. came to being. Because seriously, like some of them, I, I don't know. It's just you have to be there. Mm. It doesn't look like anywhere else in the world, and it, it looks like the rocks could be moving or alive. So wow. I could see yeah. how those myths would would come. Crazy. Yeah, so I've it's, never wanted to go to Iceland, but now I do just to see the. It's trolls. actually super cool. As far as I understand, it's a very bizarre place because they have a mixture of lots of different things. Correct. Because it does get very cold in the winter. Yep. And they get lots of snow, but then they also have like volcanoes. Because it's on, it's on actually on two tectonic plates: yeah. the North American tectonic plate and the Euro-Asian tectonic plate. Yeah, go, cuts right through the middle, so it has I think more volcanoes than anywhere else. So it's like wow. it, yeah. it's it has some of the the draw to it that a place like New Zealand does, where it's very different and unique from yep. other places. But then it also has some things that are kind of similar to like what we have in Minnesota, namely the snow. But <laughs> you're kind of pushing yeah. me away from it now because I don't want to be there when one of those is, erupts. Is it? So. <laughs> is Iceland the one that has the black sand beaches? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I always thought that would be really cool to see. Yeah. Because I sure. cause I just I can't even imagine what that would be like. You know, because mm-hmm. it's sand, but, but it's black. It's not like normal sand yeah, I it's, it's, volcanic, it's volcanic it's, sand it's old yeah. volcanic rock which, magma that's been broken uh, up over thousands uh, of years yeah, isn't that really, really sharp? So cool. is that really sharp 
So like if you stepped on it, wouldn't you like? It doesn't hurt. No, no? I walked. Okay. I okay, walked cool. on a black sand beach while I was there in cool. Reykjavik, and it, it didn't Reykjavik. hurt at all. Oh, you did go to Reykjavik. Yes, I did. I was going to ask you that mostly because yeah. I just like to say Reykjavik. Yeah, you, how <laughs> many times can we say it in the podcast? That's a great question. How many times can we say Reykjavik? I don't know. Reykjavik? I don't know. We can probably say Reykjavik a few times. Quite yeah, a good times I, of Reykjavik. We'll have yeah. to keep a counter on how many times we say Reykjavik throughout the podcast. Editor, at the end of the episode, tell us how many times we have said Reykjavik. Great. No. Yeah. <laughs> you you want to count these up, Stallion? I when you're editing it. I'll do that later. <laughs> um, shoot, so I had an editor. But, but one of the wh- one more thing show. about Ireland that I, I experienced. Yeah. It maybe wasn't my favorite, but it was the most interesting. Is I actually rented a car for the very first time in my entire life. Nice. And in Ireland, like a lot of places, like like in the UK, and I think I think Australia. And I think so. New yeah. Zealand and South Africa. I believe potentially because so. they're they all drive on founded. Yeah. But not here, apparently. No. But we were we had to rebel a lot. Yeah, totally. <laughs> we're like, you know what? We're gonna drive the other side of the road. <laughs> yeah, but but there they drive on the left side of the road, um, which was very interesting. I, I prepared for it by playing a lot of Forza, which is a game that takes place <laughs> oh. in Australia. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. yeah nice. I, know what you're talking about. Yeah. I actually Wait. no seriously like that's I played. What it. did you play on? That's so funny. An Xbox. Do you have an Xbox? No, my brother does. Oh. Brother-in-law. Oh. I was gonna be really sad. You could yeah, play with yeah, us. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're planning to play Dang Uno it. tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Uh, well, I, I am. Not with, not with cards. <laughs> not with Digitally <laughs> on Xboxes. As you do. Because. Yeah. Yep. Because. These times, it's so gonna be a so great instead night. of collectively spending like maybe ten dollars to get a deck of Uno cards, oh, we not collect- even that much. We collectively spent over fifteen. Hey, we spent five dollars a piece. <laughs> yep, collectively to play that's what Uno that means. together on our Xboxes. Because so we that all we can, have Xboxes. That way we can even play when we're not together. Yeah, I guess. Oh, that's yeah. Gosh, sure. Jeff. <laughs> well, that's a good idea. I'm excited. Okay, I'm excited. So you do I think you we kind of to. cut you off. You, you're practicing by playing um, yeah, Forza. Practicing on Forza. Now I had a question about driving on the left side of the road. Now, yeah, because this is something that always has kind of baffled me. I guess I should ask this first: Is was the car you rented a manual or an automatic? It was an automatic. Okay, I've never driven a manual, and I wasn't about to learn okay, while driving on the left side of the road. Because that that was my question. Because all the shifting and stuff is reversed, right? So it was your left hand that would have had to work the shifter. Correct. Yeah. So yeah. that was one thing that has always just blown my mind is because yep. people that drive English cars that are stick shifts have to shift with their left hand. Yep. I yes. couldn't do it because I'm left-handed, mm-hmm. so I steer with my left hand. Yeah, that would be I, hard for you. I literally don't even think I could drive an English sports car. So when with I'm that, sorry. yeah, <laughs> and it makes me sad because I want an Aston. So with that, <laughs> is the one you? It's usually on the left side. Would it be on the right side if it's all? Yes, first? the wheel yeah. is on the right side of the car. Right, but but the stick. No first would it gear. Still, would the first gear saying. still be on the left side, or would it be on the right? side? I would think it'd be on the right side. Or does I it was driving an automatic, so yeah, <laughs> I didn't pay that <laughs> much because attention. Other, otherwise, you're far. Otherwise, first gear would be farthest away from you, and traditionally, it's closest to you. Hmm. So I would assume it'd be flipped. But that's because yeah. we drive on the left side. We well, don't it's, know. It, what's closest to you. I know. So yeah. if you're on the other so side, you're on the other on side. The left side. But if you're on the right, we don't know. You've never seen a stick shift. No, no, I know. That's, what, yeah. what he's saying is that he's assuming it yeah. would still be the one that's closest to you. Right. Yeah, I yeah, don't, know, you don't know. But no, I don't. That's the whole point I of my thing. Know. What that's, is going on? I want to know is what <laughs> I'm can, saying. You can look up a yeah, picture. Yeah, here. I'll okay, just look. I'll just Google a picture. <laughs> Thank you. And we'll see what it says. Oh yeah. And it's one podcast, and he can't look up a picture. Hey. Um, 
Okay. okay. Jeff's looking at it. Was it, was it hard, though? Question. Was it a hard switch? You know, I thought... I, I don't, I'm not going to attribute it all to my Forza playing because it really... That didn't help at all. But for me... I just kind of flipped it in my head while I was driving. I, definitely the first day I took it as slow as I possibly could. Um, but I was driving through the middle of Dublin, which you can't really take it slow. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're going to get hit. Right. But basically, I just thought in my head, okay, I'm on the right side of the car, which is different than being on the left side. And when I take a left, it's just like taking a right at home. And when yep. I take a right, it feels like you're taking a left. And for some crazy reason, and I'm not, don't, I don't condone this for anyone to think that way while they're driving, but for me, it worked. And we never actually got even close to an accident while we were there, nice. which is cool. Um, but yeah, that worked for me. So actually, by so by day two, it was pretty pretty easy. Traffic in a big city, Dublin, yeah, over in the UK, is that as crazy, worse, or better than traffic in like the Twin Cities? I would compare it. I mean, I got actually to drive in rush hour during like Dublin's rush hour. Nice, very comparable to. Um, Around St. Paul, Minneapolis. Okay. Here, cool. especially since they like it seemed like April's also their the beginning of their construction season. Uh, um, they also have tolls, which is interesting as well in and of itself. But yeah. very comparable actually. But Dublin's smaller than St. Paul. Yeah. And is their biggest city. So outside of Dublin, I mean, it's country roads that are like wow, like their two lane roads are as big as one of our lanes. <laughs> yeah, here at home. So, cool. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. I've always kind of wondered about that. I don't know why I would expect it to be a lot different because yeah. like a big city is a big city and it's going to be busy and, and full of cars mm-hmm. and stuff, but you never know. Jeff, did you find a picture of an English stick shift? I'm honestly not sure. I found a couple, but I couldn't tell if it was actually a real car. Oh. <laughs> like but a toy by Fisher Price? Or well, no, because <laughs> I, I don't to know train if it's really. flip the image. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because it genuinely, I could not tell you one way or the other. Got it. Um, it looked like all the shifting was still sure. the way it was here. So well, the hey, first was all the way on the left. Here's something, here's something we can do. Yeah. Anyone who knows a lot about cars, particularly foreign cars, if you if you know how the shift works in a car that drives on the left side of or yeah, on the yes. left side of the road. You got it. Let us know. Yeah. Well, no, Thank it doesn't you, necessarily audience. have to be a car that drives on the left side of the road, but Well, but I mean cuz it's flipped. Yeah. Well, it you can still drive on the right side of the road with a car that's flipped. Yeah, there was a guy sense, actually yeah. from Norway brought his car over like on a ferry and yeah. stuff and he was his his like car w- like the wheel was on the left side mm-hmm. but he was driving around everywhere yeah it's really weird nice yeah, yeah. i i, I imagine that driving. looks Maybe. super wonky to like everybody there but no. yeah well and i because i wonder because you know high-end sports cars i mean most of them are paddle shift anymore anyways but mm. um yeah like a traditional stick shift because i mean like for us here in america you know like mercedes and um like bmws those are like more luxury cars but those are European cars, so they're not as expensive over there because they're not yeah. all imports and stuff like that. Yeah. So I don't know because those tend to be, I think, more traditionally manual transmission. Um, at least they used yeah. to be. I'm sure they're not now. Yeah, but I remember talking to people when I was renting the car. They were like, so you had to drive stick, right? And I was like, no, we, we paid a little extra to get it automatic. And they're like, oh, I, I'm surprised because yeah. usually and, – and just more often than not in in uh, Europe, cars mm-hmm. are mostly manual. Actually – yeah. One one quick funny story is we got home to our B and B like on the second night I think we were we were just outside of Dublin in this in this town called Houth 
and there was this car that was like trying to get up a hill and a very steep hill and it kept like idling and turning off and i was like oh no what's wrong with this car and i I looked at my wife and i was like should we should we help them like we're we're in another country i I, I don't know what to do like is it normal to like be quote-unquote minnesota nice and hey how you doing are you okay um (laughs) so what i did is i literally walked over and knocked on the window and said hey how you doing you okay and there's this young man probably 15 yeah trying to drive a stick shift for the first time up a hill oh no and his mom leans over and says oh he's fine he's just learning and i was like oh he's learning how to drive okay cool and walked away yeah. dejected and feeling terrible nice because that's the hard thing about <laughs> stick shifts <laughs> you wanted something to be wrong no i wanted to help but then i <laughs> no, felt stupid you wanted something to be wrong yes so you i could did help. yes i wanted something to be wrong so um <laughs> for anybody that doesn't like kind of think about how cars Me. work Me um, too. so when you go uphill yeah it's just like riding a bike you don't want to have the be in a higher gear when you're going oh, uphill because yeah. it's harder because you have to work harder, harder pedal. same type yeah. of thing for your car's engine it has to work harder the higher engine or the higher gear it's in because the gears in a car are basically the same as gears in a bike so what an automatic does is when you go uphill you'll typically hear it shift mm-hmm. that's why yeah. it's shifting into a lower gear so the engine can rev it more Mm-hmm. Um, easier to keep the speed up. Yeah. In a stick shift, you have to do that yourself. Mm, yeah. And so you actually have to like downshift in time. Yeah. The problem is, is it's a lot easier to stall your engine in a stick shift because if you don't, you know, get it in the right gear, or if you if the yeah. engine uh, revs too low, it'll stall, and that's ah. when it'll shut off. Oh man. I see. And mm. so that's where a lot of that kind of comes from there. Hmm. Um, and that's why driving a stick shift on a hill is really hard. <laughs> so see, I just don't slow, and so I just keep going. So it what if you're parked float. on a hill? I'm not usually parked. I'm not in San Francisco. I don't usually oh, park on well, a hill. That's fair. <laughs> if I'm parked on a hill, I just go down and then I go back up. And then you go back up. <laughs> 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 so all of this talk about cars yeah. has uh, caused me to remember that I know nothing about cars. However. It is one thing that I wish I knew at least a little bit more about because it's practical in the sense that, like, if I break down on the side of the road, knowing at least a base level about cars could be really helpful so that I'm not just stuck on the side of the road for hours. So I would like to pose a question to you guys. What is something that you know very little or nothing about that you really wish you knew more about? Cars. Cool, me too. <laughs> I agree. I have Jeff for cars. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, I enjoy cars. I wish I did know more because for anybody that doesn't know, before I came to Minnesota, I was an auto student. Oh, um, nice. And so I was actually studying to be a mechanic or technically they're not called mechanics anymore. They are now automotive technicians. Ooh, fancy. Um, which one of the things I learned is if your car breaks down on the side of the road, if it's new, more likely than not, you won't even be able to figure out what's wrong with it. Because of the computer? Because it's so much computer and electrically driven ah. that a lot of the times you can't even tell what's wrong with oh, the car no. unless you like plug in a thing. People but are they hacking oh. cars now. Yeah, but like literally, they, now they have tools. No, yeah, seriously, you yeah. can like, because computers are yeah. smart enough. We saw. And, yeah, uh, it's kind of crazy. It was, it was like a commercial for OnStar. Mm-hmm. That, like, if someone takes your car, you can call OnStar, and they can remote slow your car. Yep. Oh. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. But, yeah, no, uh, mechanics now have, um, or technicians, I should say, have tools that you can actually, they 
plug into your car mm-hmm. and run diagnostics on your car wow. and literally just point out what's wrong. And so they can literally just be like, cool. oh, we need to fix this. It's really cool. Yeah. When um, I had my uh, 2012 Ford before I got in a crash, oh. Um, oh. I, what my transmission was really weird mm-hmm. to where the gears wouldn't shift. And so my car would stall like in the middle of the highway when I was going 60, it wouldn't let me shift. Mm-hmm. And so I had an automatic car, but yep. it was doing it automatically. And then yep. I would be dead in the water in the middle of the highway yeah. and at like stoplights and stuff like that. So I went to Midas who I usually go to and they're, they're like, great. I was like, yeah, it's something your operating system is out of date and yep. it was like a recall issue. So you can just go to the local Ford and they'll do it to you for free. Mm. It's literally just a computer program that they typed in my car yeah. and then fixed my transmission. And it was, Dude, it was like, yeah. that's great. But at the same time, I don't know how I feel about yeah. that. It's kind of crazy. Huh. Like a lot of that like hard plastic that's in your car, like mm-hmm. under your dash and stuff like that, like you can like unscrew that, peel it back and you'll yeah. literally just see big like cable um like bundles like literally like Hmm. as big around as you can make your hand of just little wires and each one is running to do something different it's kind of crazy i used to drive an o2 jeep liberty when i was an auto student and we had i had to like trace the brake light circuit so i had to go from like the battery to the brake light and back um, Ah. for one of the class assignments and i had to like find the electrical schematic and then like follow it it was funny because one of my other classmates had a little toyota yaris and her whole circuit fit on one page. Mine was eight. <laughs> oh my god! For the one circuit. Oh my god! And so, and that wow. was, and that was only one side, oh and boy. it was like eight pages worth of like track, basically running from the cable. And so there was that uh, much cabling in just that one line, and it was like, oh, oh man. So cars, yeah, I'd say cars too. <laughs> but um, actually, for me, I would love to know more about like construction in terms of like oh, like yeah. like woodworking and electrical. Yeah, because that's something yeah. that like my dad has always been really good at, and I've always been interested in it, but I've never been good at it. <laughs> and <laughs> nice. like electrical stuff, I get. I, I like I understand electrical. That was actually my favorite part about being an auto student was I I, I understood electrical stuff, um, but like the actual like building up a house. Like my dad built part of our house mm-hmm. by himself. That's basically. Cool. And like that was one thing I was always like, oh, that'd be so cool to know how to do. Uh, and I yeah. can't, I cannot do that at all. But oh man, yeah, I'd say that. Yeah. What about you, Stallion? Is there something that you want to know more about? Yeah, it's actually something that I'm trying to know more about. Oh um, wow! With just kind of delve behind the curtain is like editing skills. Oh, um, yeah. I want to know how to do more of that, and with with that. Jeff and Caleb are letting me edit the mm-hmm. podcast now, and yeah, um, we're going to be doing another podcast that we've talked about called the book. Yeah, what, I don't know what are we, we calling. We it? actually we haven't settled on a name yet. On that yet, we're going to be doing have it. To do that, the but it's, unnamed podcast. It's, yeah. it's going to be us reading a book and reacting to it, basically. Yeah, um, and I'm going to be editing that as well, and Jeff's yeah. letting me tag along on some of his projects that he's yeah, working on. And which I actually have one to show you that I finished. Ooh, um, sweet! So you can kind of because it was the one that we started, and so you can kind of see where I got to. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so just stuff with that, and I'm trying. I got a new editing laptop that lets me do stuff, and um, so I'm actually trying to go for yeah. knowing more. Um, there you go. So that I would say that. Um, That's super cool. One thing my mom used to tell me when I was in high school is that there were, like, auto classes that I could take that mm-hmm. I had the option to, Yeah. and she was always pushing me to take those, but I didn't yeah. want to because I was like, I don't want to do that because I don't think I'd ever need it. She's like, you'll really want to when you're older. And like, I actually know a lot of stuff, but yeah. all the stuff I know is because I've gone through 
experiences where my car broke down because of that. So, like, uh, I know how to change my tire because I had a flat tire. I know how to change literally the light bulbs in my lights because one of my lights stopped working. Yeah. And just all these yeah, things that I know from, fun. like, random experiences. So and I feel like a lot of it, outside of, you know, some of the newer cars that are really, really fancy, yeah. a lot of those little things that are pretty normal wear and tear in your car, a lot of people can do it at home mm-hmm. and save themselves a lot of money. Yeah. But, <laughs> but... You just don't think to do it because it's like, oh, well, you know, I can just take it to the shop, pay them, whatever, and there it goes. I mean, personally, I prefer to do that. Yeah, same. <clears throat> because I don't yeah. want to mess up something <laughs> and then have to pay more money, but it is nice if you don't have the money to spend to do it in the first or place. Or it's just more convenient because, like, for yeah. me, I know how to change oil, but I don't want to because, <laughs> like, because then you have to buy your own oil and your mm-hmm. own oil filter, and, like, I did the math, and for, like, my car... It's just as expensive for me to take it to the shop and have them do it than yeah. for me to do it myself. Where do you take it? Uh, Midas. Okay. Yeah. Which There's they're the Midas here in Roseville. I have had nothing but good experience with them. I had nice. a, I had a warning light come on in my car. Yeah. And um, they like came and checked it out and like they didn't charge me because they couldn't figure out what was wrong with it. That's good. Oh um, wow. And uh, there was another thing where my car died and wouldn't start and it was like a little plug got unplugged. Oh no. And I took mm. it to them. And they found it in like 20 minutes, and they didn't even charge me for an hour's worth of labor. They charged me like half price uh, for an wow. hour. Just because wow. they were like, it only took us this long. So that's yeah, they're the same fine. people who found the transmission problem. Were like, yeah, you don't, yeah. we, you don't have to pay us anything. Like, literally, just go to the Ford down the street. And that's find shout it. out so to Midas. Yeah. It, they've got the Midas touch. Yeah. Yeah. I really like them. I, I went to them last week to do my brakes, and like they gave me like a. They like told me everything was wrong. Like, give me an estimation, and then yep. yeah, estimation was completely right. And that's all I paid. So yeah, nice. and they, they'll do the same thing too, where um, they'll actually do a full overlook of your car too, depending on like if you'd go in for an oil change. Mm-hmm. And so they'll actually look for things that are wrong, and they won't fix them, but they'll tell you like this is how much we can yeah. fix it. Yeah. If you want to pay this, but they don't just like do it, and they're like, oh, we also did this, cause so pay us this much money. That's one yeah. thing that I have heard about other places, mm-hmm. and even. There was a time where, Stallion, you took my car in to get my oil changed yeah. because you borrowed my car for a big trip, mm-hmm. and so that was very kind of you. But then you brought it back, and you were like, also, they did these other things. Like, well, they fixed your wipers, and... and so they they actually called me at work, and I oh, told okay. them to do those things. Oh, okay, But okay, this actually okay. ties in because Noah, like, three months ago, had mm-hmm. done your oil change. Yeah. Oh. And then he didn't... I don't think no one realized this, but he actually messed up one of your knobs and your oil thing. Oh, no. And so that was what they called me about. And they're like, yeah, this has broken and it's completely off. And it won't hurt if you drive your car, but oil will spill out of your oil thing if if we don't fix this. And so I was like, oh, okay. So you should probably do that before I go on a (laughs) (laughs) 500-mile trip. Yeah, Yeah, that's fair. So I just thought it was funny that... Cool. Yeah. I don't think I ever told Noah that. No. But mm, it's, it's not his fault. He just yeah. didn't know. Yeah, no, they actually do the same thing for me because I have an issue with my uh, rack and pinion. Um, the yes. House, the housing is... Uh, it's uh, mm-hmm. part of the steering column. Um, uh, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, okay. I didn't. I so didn't. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I didn't uh, know that. Yeah. You but, uh, part, um, <laughs> basically, it's the part that like attaches to what turns your front wheels. Okay. Um, oh. It's basically that. It's like um, power steering? It, yeah, it's part, it's part yeah. of the power steering system. Hmm. Um, oh, that rack and pinion. Yes. Okay. Yes, I that you were one. Yeah. About the underbelly um, of the, the <laughs> yeah. You know what happens. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> no, yeah. mine in my car is cracked. The housing's cracked a little bit, and they're like, oh. "It's not. It could go out. We don't. 
but like it's not going to go out anytime soon. Oh boy! So you can pay to fix it, or you can keep driving. And see and, what happens. Well, because then they were like, because you'll notice, like if it gets worse, it will become harder to turn. <laughs> if it dies, it's probably broken. Well, <laughs> yeah. If you but, can't turn your wheel. Come no. back in. Well, so so for anybody that doesn't know, uh, power steering um, is basically what allows you to turn easily you will you, if your car does not have power steering you, you will, will know, know yep. Um, yep because it's essentially like trying to turn your wheels while your car is off um, and essentially, hard. so what that would do is if there's a power uh, problem with your like rack and pinion or something with your power steering, it will progressively get harder to turn while your car is on and so that's basically what they have me looking out for is like if it gets worse, I'll start to notice that which so far is so good so you know yeah. I'm gonna cool. start classifying this podcast under education. Because we've <laughs> yeah, learned right. so much during we, this podcast about cars. We switched up the, the category. We switched it to comedy. So we were under society and culture. Uh, that was my choice. I did because that. Because they don't have an entertainment yeah. uh, oh. option okay. on and Anchor, yeah, which I thought was pretty weird. The only reason I did that is because I feel like almost every episode we talk about something that either is directly related to society or something that we ran into in society and that's why we're talking about it oh, so yeah, that makes sense. that's why i put it on there but we tried switching it up maybe we'll get some more listeners maybe can we'll lose all of our listeners <laughs> i was gonna say can you put more than one like can you put i two? don't can't. think no? so no that's what i tried to do mm. too and it didn't let me huh. I, I understood where you why you did it yeah but i i just i don't know i don't i don't know. think any of the categories mm-hmm. that anchor gives fits us perfectly you know because what we should do? You put baby in a box. Yeah, don't do what? it. Don't yes, don't put a baby in a box. Is what he said. Don't sure. put the That's baby in the box. I, the, I don't understand. Uh, I changed the. Mo- never mind. It's That's okay. <laughs> movie quote. I changed. Anyways, what are you? What are you saying? Nobody Stallion? puts baby in a corner. Nice. Stallion, what are you saying? Let's go. I don't remember. I'm just really just <laughs> I'm taken aback by now that. Now we're all transfixed That's on this baby in a box. Jeff, I, I knew what you were referencing. What is he referencing? I just like you. I like to see you drowning. Yeah, What's it yeah. <laughs> no, it's, I tread water a lot here. That oh. Oh, now I'm gonna blank on what it's from. Um, yeah, because it's not from anything. Do you know no, it is? No. Zip. Uh, I'm, I'm want you to say what you're thinking first. Oh, shoot. It's not. Well, I was gonna say it's not Million Dollar Baby. That's literally what I was about to say. Like, isn't it Million Dollar Baby? It's 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 but like Million Dollar Baby, but I don't think it's actually Million Dollar Baby. I am blanking on what it is. We're talking about the category. Uh, that I'm, yeah. blanking yes. I'm blanking. I'm blanking too. Oh, 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 oh I was gonna say. Someone who's listening, like, let us know. Or Jeff's gonna look it up. I was gonna say. What were you saying, Stallion? We should try and find a category that no one else has a podcast in, and then put our podcast there, even though it has nothing to do with it, probably. Financials. Uh, no, there are like there are plenty of anchor sued. podcasts. We'd probably get financials. sued for putting it in the wrong category. Then. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> sued because <laughs> people who listen to that like money, so they'd sue us for money. Yeah, oh, we don't have yeah. any money. I'm sorry. We don't. We should sponsor mm, ourselves. Oh, money. Oh boy. Oh, or I get ourselves thing. sponsors. Oh. Yeah. oh, just kidding. I'm sorry. I thought I had a topic to talk about, but I forgot it. And all of this confusion about the baby in the corner or in the box or is it million dollars or, you know. All of that stuff. Are you finding anything there, Jeff? Uh, it's after all that hype. <laughs> that's not where I thought it was from. Oh, did you find it? I found it's oh, Dirty Dancing. That's what it is. Uh, I've never oh, seen that. Me neither. All I know like, is there's a move that she he holds her up, and everyone's like, "That's the Dirty Dancing move." One of the greatest films nice. of all time, right? Is Avengers it Endgame? I don't know. I've yeah. actually never seen no, Dirty Dancing. No, Dirty Dancing. Did you guys hear that Avengers Endgame got? 1.2 billion dollars in three days of being at the box office that's Which pretty is incredible insane yeah. it's a lot yes. of money so much money it went from being one of the highest grossing movies ever in three evers in three days nice. ever ever yeah. yeah 
Now we're talking about money. See? Financials. Yeah. Hey, wow. we can do it. Yeah. That. We can we're do it, it back. So that's actually something that I also wish I knew more about was like money and taxes and-, and Stocks. Yeah. And things like yeah. that. What were you uh, going to say? Jack? Well, I was basically along the same lines. I actually had a really good conversation today while I was at work. I had someone who com- who is graduating as well um, and also getting married. She came in and was picking up equipment and yeah. um, we were talking and um, we were talking about like credit like credit card yeah. credit and oh, like yeah. financial stuff like that. And then we talked about like freelance um, and like why stuff for freelancers, why freelancers like cost as much as they do. Hmm. Um, sure. And like I talked, cause I was actually thinking about it this morning. I was, I was driving around and uh, running errands and whatever. And I was like, if you are a freelance, whatever, and you get six jobs in a month hmm. and let's say yeah. that's your average job is six jobs a month, which as a freelancer that's a fair bit let's say yeah. you know you only charge five hundred dollars a job you yeah. know that's going to be what three grand something like that ish. yeah I'll, I'll try to uh, keep six times five that. yeah it should be roughly around like three grand i mean yep that's 3, only you know thirty six thousand dollars a year yeah. Um. Times fifty-two. It's actually. No, it's a month. So. Oh, three, oh for so a month. Yeah. Oh. So three grand a month. Uh, should be yeah, roughly so about thirty-six thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. Not including taxes. Which not including taxes. Which should be about thirty-two thousand. Yeah, because you have to. Well, because as a freelance contractor, you don't get co- you don't get taxed when you pay. You have to fill out a ten ninety-nine T, which I actually just found out this year when I paid my taxes because I operate as a subcontractor for I don't a couple anything. places. Yeah. Um, well, there and there's so much that goes into it, and it's real. Yeah. I mean, I think it's really interesting because I've always found business stuff interesting. But mm-hmm. um, like I and I was like doing finding that out, and I was like, like that's why it costs so much. Because I mean, three grand a month is barely enough to live on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, especially enough. depending on what your business I mean, is. Fifteen hundred uh, every two weeks is actually pretty good depending on where you're at well i mean but like as a family now for no, you no 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 yeah no, well no. i mean like so so, so for <laughs> no, you no, 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 it's no, no, fine no, no, no. <laughs> but you, like you as a single man yes even if you were living alone let's say your rent was maybe 800 bucks a month yeah. you know uh let's so let's say your monthly expenses between rent bills whatever anywhere from you know probably It'd probably be about 12, 12 to 2000 yeah. yeah so that's a thousand dollars that you're not spending mm-hmm. In any so that's just a thousand dollars you can use for whatever. Yeah. So you're gonna have you know twelve thousand dollars at the end of the year that you will have spent on you know groceries, whatever, and savings. Mm-hmm. If you ha- are you know have at least a one bedroom apartment and you know you have six different different things where your 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 payments going out, you're paying you know maybe twelve hundred dollars a month in rent because of where you're living, because of work, because as a freelancer you need to be closer to things because otherwise you're going to be paying more in gas, which then you can get rebates on, but then it's only like fifty cents a mile or whatever. You know, then that cost completely gets you know scaled completely differently. And like my my sister um, works as a therapist um, at a clinic, and I think she makes like thirty two a year, mm-hmm. which is fine. Like it's not great. Like, she couldn't just go out and get a really nice apartment and live whatever, but she also had to get a master's degree, and so she has to, like, pay those bills on top of the other bills, and so, like, there's those types of things, and, you know, she's going to have to make that for at least three years, and I don't want this to be, like, a stressing out thing. I just think it's interesting. No, no, no. no. If we talk more about it, I can actually put this in the financial part of (laughs) (laughs) So We'll just switch to a new category. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Well, We'll try and fish as much people as we can before we go back to whatever we want to. Well, and why why I brought it up is because, like, Caleb, like you said, that's one thing that you 
you know, wish you learned more about. Yeah. That's just something that we all have taken at least some level of college education. Mm-hmm. None of us were business majors as far as I know. Nope. Correct. I'm fairly certain that none of us had gone over any of that, what I just said in any classes. Nope. No. I actually did in high school. My sophomore year, I took a, I was part of a business, I went to like a big, like 5,000 student high school mm, yeah. um, for a year, and yeah. I was part of a business um, section of the school where I yeah. took a lot of business yeah. classes where I learned a lot of stuff, but no, not in college. Yeah. So I, I did take a class called consumer math when I was in high school mm. that Ooh. was like, but it, it, it taught you some practical stuff like budgeting mm-hmm. and like APR and like um uh like interest and stuff like that yeah but even then there's still so much oh, that i so don't much. know a lot at of, all a lot of the almost 99 percent of the stuff i've learned has been through experience yep yeah and yep. that's from me leaving college and actually having to pay my bills and pay yes, stuff indeed. like that so yeah, yeah. it's, it's the only way you learn yeah. how to do taxes you learn a lot by it. necessity yeah yep. yeah yeah so it, it I actually had nothing to say there. I just thought I did. No, that's nice. okay. Yeah, I mean, because that's one thing that, like, I I had help getting taxes done this year, and yeah. I probably will next year, too, because next year's going to be different this year, because I actually have to figure out... I have to talk make to, more money. Yeah, I'm going to be, hopefully, making more money than <laughs> I did this year. That's yeah. the um, idea, that's, that's the goal. Um, but I actually have to, like, talk to a friend of mine who's a CPA, because I have to fill out a W-4 for a job, but oh. because I am doing work that's not W-4 or W-2... I have to yeah. find out which certain boxes I have to mark on the W-4 because I have other non-taxed income. Oh, my. And so, oh. yeah, but because it's it's not taxed until tax time when I have yeah. to fill out a 1099 or whatever the That's so messy. Thing the miscellaneous is. form. You should. Yeah, yeah you should. and it's, there, and like, I'm so curious, like, I, like, I'm kind of excited. I'm like, ooh, what do I get? If, like, I want to know because then like down the road, then I can just be like, okay, then I can just do it myself. But yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to be able to do that for like a couple of years. You should get a separate checking account, savings account, bank account, whatever. Mm-hmm. And for every job you make, set aside tax money. That's that's what I want to do. Yeah. yeah. It's just I have to. So I actually do have a sep- I have a corporate account, okay. well, corporate, a business account, and then a personal account. Mm-hmm. And then uh, whenever I actually have to call someone because my tax refund never came. Um, oh, and no. so I have to call someone and be like, hey, you need to I give need me a this. new check. Actually, I have to check and make sure they didn't send it to Iowa for some reason because I found uh, out that, that <laughs> Your dad's like, yeah, they sent me money. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I need to check that. Sorry. But um, when that comes, I'm actually going to hopefully set aside like and open a separate account mm-hmm. that is literally just for setting money aside, yeah. kind of as a savings account, but yeah. also a savings with that in mind where it's like what I end up paying for taxes if it's not already in the business account, is going to come out of there. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. to kind of supplement that, and then once the the refund comes, you know that'll kind of get funneled back in. And yeah. I actually, yeah, this is weird. kind of not totally random, but mm-hmm. um, what I, when I was working at Target, I had a retirement savings that I every single time I got paid would go into that sometimes. Yeah. Um, and I actually just got a check or got directed deposit into my bank account the money that was in that retirement because I don't nice. work at Target anymore. Yeah. yeah. And so they're like, yeah, you can totally have this. But I was very thankful that they took out taxes from that by mm-hmm. themselves without yeah. me having to do it. Because if I got all the money that was in there, come tax time, I could be audited because I got all this money randomly yep. and then it yep. wasn't taxed. Yeah. And I was really thankful that they, despite 
it being my money and stuff like that, I was glad that it got taxed on its own without me having to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Taxes, I will admit, are important. But boy, heavens, are they confusing if you... <laughs> yes, uh, there's it, They're just really involved. And that's one thing, mm-hmm. like, bureaucracy, while it can be a good thing, can be really, really weighted down. Because, like, that was yeah. something when I enlisted, too. Like, my... I mean, obviously, it was a big contract, but, like, my enlistment contract was... I don't even remember how long it was. But then when I applied for my military scholarship, the application for the scholarship was 23 pages long. Oh, my mm. God. And that was just the application. And I yeah. had to get, like, supplemented things for that. So it was like, this page made me go get, like, three signatures from these people. This page had me get three different things from these different people. And it was all, and I mean, like, it's to cover people's butt and make sure yeah. it's all, like, perfectly legally sound and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But, ooh. Yeah. Like, Bureaucracy is one of those things that... First of all, I don't have quite enough experience with it to be like to be like, oh, it's definitely this way. Mm-hmm. But the way that I understand it is that it's helpful, ex- and but it gets less and less helpful the more bureaucracy there is and yep. the more people that the bureaucracy has to serve. Mm-hmm. Because then it's just there's so much that has to happen to the point where they organize all of the ease out of it. Mm-hmm. And it's not then it becomes a hassle to do things in an organized way. Yeah. So... Yeah, and again, that's with my very limited experience yeah. with stuff like that. Well, and there's also some some weird things, too, because, like, that was something where after I enlisted, every time I entered my naval office, I had to sign a thing saying that I was there. Nice. Like, just, like, as part of, like, a legal thing saying that I, like, did my whatever check-in at the government facility. Yeah. Just whenever, like, I had to, well, and I had to ask permission, but that was a Navy thing. Um, but like I had to like fill out a form. Yeah. It's, yeah. Every time I entered the office, I had to ask permission to come aboard. Hmm. And then whenever I left, I had to ask permission to go ashore um, because it was like wow. a, because it was an actual naval station. Yeah. So I actually had to like ask permission, uh, which was really interesting. But yeah. And then I had to like fill out some type of government form every time I was there, um, whether it was just a, for like an actual visit or an official like thing. Interesting. Yeah. A lot of stuff that goes into that. I'd like to know more about the military. Yeah. That's that's something. Yeah. I have very limited, uh, having never enlisted, and Mm. my experience is probably, I I have one cousin who served Mm. um, in Iraq, but for like, forgive me, but like, I think, I think like two tours. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, that's, that's all my experience. It's, it's one thing that I have such mixed knowledge about, like, because I, I don't want in any way to disrespect people who are in the military because like what they have to do is incredibly hard mm-hmm. and it's it's a it's a choice that's not easy to make yeah um but at the same time like I know about a lot of things that like like and for a very vague example like things that happened in Vietnam mm-hmm. that were like really awful yeah and Mm. that i think in part are attributed to the way that people are trained in the military Mm. um and obviously i'm what i'm saying right now is too short to really go into right yeah it's a a conversation about lengthy topic yes and it's crazy but also that that is coming from a place of not really understanding what all goes into the military and so it's it's something that i would like to talk to someone who's been on the inside of of the military Mm. to understand what they do, why they do, and what happened to them because of what they did through yeah. their training and such um, to get a better idea from that side of the story instead of just spectator looking at the bad things mm-hmm. from the outside. Yeah. So what did, what did exactly are you talking about when it, 
when you're talking about Vietnam. Vietnam. Like, well, there was lots of abuse. Yeah, there was a lot that of happened. stuff. In, in what um, sense? Um, like American soldiers were, uh, for example, one of the really big ones is that they were urinating on corpses of civilians. Oh, that was in Iraq War. Oh, oh, maybe okay. Uh, well, I heard about there's a lot of like stuff. Two but, years ago. but also no, with Vietnam, all, there was a lot yes. of like soldiers would go and hook up with Vietnamese women mm-hmm. and then just leave them with the child. Yeah, um, and other things similar to that, like there was like rape and abuse mm-hmm. of civilians and yeah. stuff similar to that kind of a thing, and that's part of why the Vietnam War is such a h- tricky thing to talk about mm-hmm. um, and why when people came back, there was no parades. Yeah. And it because was there was more of that stuff bad. was passed around mm-hmm. and made people were made aware of it. And so that's part of why Vietnam veterans are in such a weird place. Because, I mean, rough. not all of them did those things. Mm-hmm. A lot mm-hmm. of them no, served... I know, I know someone that served in Vietnam. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And a lot of them served the c- their country in the best way that they could and mm-hmm. followed the rules and didn't disrespect people. But then they came back and everybody got a bad rap because mm-hmm. of the really poor actions of, of several people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, and, oh, man, I mean, what a rough war like i mean yeah. if you want any idea and i mean like small idea if you've never seen um we were soldiers mm. um it's a movie based mel on gibson. a true story yeah for starring mel gibson um about the first ever air cavalry unit sure um that served in vietnam and it's basically about the uh, a squad basically getting pinned down yeah. in the jungles of vietnam and just trying to live and like no, I mean obviously that's not like trying to justify one way or the other, but like, oh man, like I can't yeah. even imagine, you know, like some of that stuff. And it's a true story. It's mm-hmm. not just like people like. Oh, but yeah, so it's like good. Th- that's that's part of the. It's just such a mixed bag of really good, really important stuff that comes at a really high price mm-hmm. for the people involved. But also there are some pretty inexcusable things that oh, went yeah. down, and in some part, I think it comes from from the way that that they're trained and the way that they're taught to to like because you have to be able to to shoot people mm-hmm. and kill people well, so they, they dehumanize exactly. their enemy and, and so that's part yeah. of why some of that happens if you can dehumanize the enemy you, it, you can urinate on their corpse mm-hmm. yeah. you can you can leave a woman pregnant and not care about it mm. and so i think some of it is very damaging to the individuals who are in it and mm. and that's part of why i don't want to hold them entirely to blame Mm -hmm. but at the same time they need to be held responsible for the things that they did it's just such a a crazy mixed bag it's a very polarizing subject yeah Yeah. exactly well and and like speaking just like on the military too is the military itself is so deep because like uh, we well because like we only think about military as like soldiers Mm -hmm. yeah but i mean the military encompasses press corps photographers Hmm literally like clerical workers like like if, like if you are someone who literally your only job in the military is to like do taxes for the military yeah you still have to go like through basic training and mm-hmm. so like you're going to be taught how to use a firearm you're or going like to taught how to do that stuff like do you, chaplains, yep. do you guys remember yep. rudy yep hurt oh never mind no, they're rudy. talking about the movie <laughs> no, no, no. There, was a student, there was a student at northwestern he mm. was in uh, oh rudy yeah yeah he was in yeah. northwestern choir yeah and he joined the marine band did he? But he had to go through basic training. Mm-hmm. Yes, oh, music, wow. you mus- musicians yeah, but do. He, but he like he got it. You know, wow. Yeah, because because yeah. so from my experience, because I actually I got my officer scholarship before I ever went through basic training, so I actually shipped out or I didn't go through it before I, I got discharged before I shipped out. But the way it kind of works is, everyone goes through basic training, 
regardless of what your rank is up until officer and regardless of what your specialization is. And then once you get through basic training, then you go to what's basically a technical school or an A school where then that's when you focus on whatever it is you're learning. So like I was going to be a, nav- a nuclear technician uh, for submarines and aircraft carriers. Nice. So my, my thing was going to be um, I was going to go through basic training. And then once I graduate basic training, I was going to get shipped off to, I think it's in South Carolina, um, is where uh, a lot of the naval s- schools are. And so I would have had to go through a two-year, basically, college nuclear physics program. Wow. Um, Holy cow. And so the way that it works then is a lot of those classes can actually be counted as college credit. So upon graduation of like my specialized training, I actually would have basically had an associate's degree in nuclear engineering. Wow. Um, and then once I, then once I graduated from that after those two years, then I would have like gotten my official like rank raise and then gotten stationed somewhere. Yeah. And so like the first, I, and I had an eight year contract. And so basically the first two and a half ish years of that all would have been school yeah. and training. You would have yeah. gotten paid for that, right? Yep. And then that's all paid. And then, um, because I opted to go, um, and potentially be stationed on a submarine, I got an extra, um, signing bonus for that too nice and so that would have been another payment that um because that was an option i marked like once i graduated and was like officially certified to work on that type of a machine then i would have gotten an extra like i think it was like 11 grand just for saying that i would potentially do it Um, that's crazy and i mean that's a part of what the military does you know it's it's more than just i'm gonna go shoot people but that's a lot of what we say i mean obviously i'm not not saying what's what you were but it's yeah yeah, it's just it's so deep yeah, I think we kind of need to start wrapping things up. But just as we kind of leave that subject, I think uh, wh- a thing that I think we all want to make sure is understood, um, we don't want to mean any disrespect to people who are in the military oh, no. or who I have been in the military. every single person. For sure, yeah. But at, at the same time, I also don't want to be ignorant mm-hmm. to things that have been done as a part of the military or uh, oh, in relation yeah, no. to the military because it's it's a tricky thing and if if people have comments or things to say about that feel mm-hmm. free to post on our page oh, or yeah, let absolutely. us know on anchor mm-hmm. um yourselves and because i don't know it's it's a trippy it's a tricky subject yeah, and yeah. i really appreciate your insights into it jeff i think that's great that's been really helpful for me yeah um but yeah do you want to walk cool. us through the episode? I yeah, think we're going to have to close absolutely. Things up now. Um, so we started talking about uh, dear old Ben's vacation. Yeah, uh, which kind of led us into hey. driving in Ireland and like kind of just places where you're on the left. Yeah. Um, and apparently Forza can help you, it, it kind can. of a little bit. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> the newest game that's <laughs> in the UK. Yeah, it's play more video games, kids. Yes. Ben says play <laughs> more video games. It's Prince Harry says don't. But yeah, but yeah. yeah. Well, what does he know? Yeah. I don't think he, didn't, he didn't even go to school. No, he was just really? in the Air Force. No, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, wow. He's a great man. Um, <laughs> good, good for you, sir. Yeah, and that kind of led us into more kind of talking about cars a little bit, and then uh, that led us into what we want to learn more about, um, which then kind of segued into us talking about the uh, podcast genre. Um, yeah. And kind of how we kind of are redefining what we actually are. So we may not be in the same spot if you just look for us via genre. Um, and then we kind of talked about financial stuff, um, which led into bureaucracy, um, and then that kind of led us into talking about the military. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. What a fun episode. Ben, thank you so much for joining us again. Thanks for it's having me on. always a pleasure to have you on the podcast. It's true. And I look forward to the next time that you'll be joining us. But anyways, let's wrap this up. My name is Caleb Davis. I'm Stalin Buckman. I'm Jeffrey Lloyd. And 
And this has been The Rabbit Trail. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you'll join us again next week. I think this is probably the episode that we have talked the most about paperwork in a yeah. happy, in like a happy like isn't this yeah. so interesting? <laughs> yeah. Like oh my gosh, when I I feel like every other time we talk about paperwork it's like uh, <laughs> I have to write a 10-page paper and yeah. this week was like great, I have like 18 forms to fill out and they're all 20 pages long. Yeah, but the difference is you get money after the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get money for the paperwork. That's fair. <laughs>